hello everyone and welcome back to purposely awakened radio i hope everyone had an awesome weekend and that and that they're enjoying these last two months since october is basically over um i hope you guys are enjoying you know this last quarter of the year and that you're knocking out goals and fulfilling (laughs) and fulfilling all those tasks that you want to fulfill before the year ends and then speaking of tasks and goals, so hopefully those goals are leading you to your purpose. And the reason why I say that is because this today's show is all about purpose. And um, we have um, a therapist who you'll be hearing from in just a few minutes. His name is Dr. Joe Johnson, and he's also the brother of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta's Shay Johnson. So, like, he'll he'll be coming on later to talk about purpose and then what it means to um, follow your purpose and not your dream. Because, I mean, how many of you, how many of us have, how many of us dream to be something? Like, say you, say when you're little, you might, you might always dream of becoming, um, Let's see, like a doctor or you might um, dream of becoming a lawyer. And so, you know, you so you work hard through school, you you work hard, you you pass the bar or you pass, um, you go like, you know, you go through, you survive your residency program. And then once now you finally have the job. But even though you're making, you know, good money and stuff. Sometimes, like, say, like, some some people always feel like that void. Like, if you if you feel that void, like something's missing, most likely that's because you're not in your purpose. You're not in your calling. You just you just fulfilled your dream, but sometimes your dream might not might not necessarily be your purpose. So. I don't want to get into too much detail of that because Dr. Johnson, he'll talk more about that. And he'll also talk about, you know, our young black men and like, you know, how they can succeed in being like, you know, black men in America, especially in like the times that we're living in today. And then he'll also talk about some other projects that he's working on, such as speaking engagements, uh, some things that he's working on with his siblings So yeah, so you just have to wait to hear that in like five minutes. So as always, before we get into the interview, we have we're gonna kick off the show with a motivational song that will hopefully help you, um, not help you, but it will get your mind geared towards thinking about purpose. Maybe thinking about your purpose, thinking about your dreams, and maybe just and. Seeing if you're on the right track. Alright, so we'll be right back. Feeling like I'm breathing my last breath. Feeling like I'm walking my last steps Look at all of these tears I've wept 
promises that I've kept I put my all into your hands Here's my soul to keep I let you in with all that I can You're not hard to reach And you bless me with the best gift That I've ever known You give me purpose Yeah, you've given me My journey's come to an end Sending out a farewell to my friends Five in a piece Ask you to forgive me for my sins Oh, would you please I'm more than grateful for the time we spent My spirit's at ease Lessons you teach No matter when Wherever I am You're not hard to reach And you've given me The best gift That I've ever known You give me purpose Every day You give me I feel this, so let me just like try my best not to let this happen again. We weren't necessarily put in the best position to make the best decisions. You can't be hard on yourself for it. These were the cards that you were given, so you have to understand that these, like, that's not who you are. You know you're trying to be the best you can be, but that's all you can do. If you don't give it at all you got, you're only cheating yourself. Give it all you got, but if it ends up happening, it ends up happening. That's what's happening with me. It's like, God, I'm giving it all I got. Sometimes I'm weak and I'm gonna do it. And it's like, I'm not giving myself grace. I'm just like understanding that's just how it is. I uh, I come from five three two zero six, which is a uh, a zip code that has right now they say has the highest incarceration rate for black males, and it's in Milwaukee. And uh, you know, I, I I have a great family. They come from what they call the so-called inner city or the hood. I don't call it that, but that's what some people would call it. And, uh, you know, I allow sports to take me out of my circumstances. And so, you know, I had the the luxury of getting a, gaining a scholarship to play sports in college. And then I had the opportunity to work out for some NFL teams. And when I worked out for some teams and I didn't get picked up. I had to figure out what I was going to do. And, you know, when you play football and basketball your whole life and then it finally comes to a stop, you know, you have to figure out what you're going to do. And so I ended up sitting down and writing down all of the jobs and volunteer opportunities that I had in my life. 
and I realized that working with young people uh, was a thing. And I became, uh, once I ended up getting into graduate school, even on a probationary status, and I ended up, once I was in graduate school, because I was focused on my what I was going to do next, my career and my education, I started to get 4.0s, 3.8s. And from there, I ended up working as a counselor, school counselor, working in higher education and working in corporate America, received my Ph.D., and then I ended up becoming an entrepreneur. Now, I speak for a living. I have my own business, and I just speak for a living. I do a lot of speaking and training, write books and curriculums, all that fun stuff. Cool, awesome. Evan, so what does it mean to pursue your purpose and not your dream? I think a lot of people get those too confused. When you ask somebody, you know, that question, you know, what is what is purpose and what is your dreams, a lot of people would think it's the same thing. And when you really break it down, it's not. The definition of dream, if you look that up, it is say thoughts or ideas that come to your mind when you're asleep. And purpose is the reason for which someone or something exists. And so if you just look at the traditional educa- the traditional definition of those two words, to me it's obviously different. But I think, you know, we've, we've been taught for so long to dream big and follow your dreams that a lot of us think that dreaming big and, and following our dreams makes us, at the end of that journey, end up at our purpose. And that's not the case for so many people. That's why they say about 52% of Americans hate what they do every day. They're unhappy at work. And they say about 71% of people are disengaged at work. And so for me, purpose, there's a feeling that you would get. Same as when you meet somebody and you're like, man, this is the right one in terms of a relationship. You know, at least for that time, they're the right one. There's a feeling that you get when you're in your purpose. You can feel that it's right. And with a dream, you may get there and you end up in a place and you're like, man, this isn't what I thought it was. This isn't right. what I wanted to be doing. You know, so for me, I think it's purpose is more of a feeling and you're born with it, but you got to discover it. You got to discover within you. Right. I, def- right. I definitely, I definitely agree. Because, yeah, like so many people say, you know, they'll, like you said, like they'll get, like they'll dream to be, I don't know, like, you know, a doctor or somebody when they get older. Then, of course, then they get there and then they're out for field. So definitely, definitely makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, then so what, what What? can people get out of, your, out of your two books, Pursue Your Purpose, Not Your Dreams, and The College Kids? Well, Pursue Your Purpose, Not Your Dreams is, uh, you know, obviously I wrote that, I wrote that book because, Working in K through 12, I would have a lot of high school students graduating and saying, I don't know what I want to do. And even when I worked in colleges, I would have students graduating with a degree still saying, man, I don't even know what I want to do. And then after having some dialogue and conversations with professionals, a lot of them were saying, you know, I don't even like my career. I don't, I I just, you know, I hate that I'm here. And it's funny because I begin to think like there's, there's a disconnect somewhere that you have high school students saying, I don't know what I want to do. College students graduating saying, I don't know what I want to do. And then you have people in careers saying, I don't know what I want to do or I hate this job. There's a disconnect. So for me, I had to figure out what was it. And I wrote the book to help individuals have a better understanding of who they are, which I call identity, understanding who you are. Also, 
helping them discover, you know, they have, there's some, there's some um, activities in there to help you to discover and figure out what you should be doing, your purpose, and then also some tools to help them trans- transition from where they are to where they want to be. So that's the reason I wrote that book. And the second book, The College Kids, you know, because I come from an education background, we talk so much about going to college to young kids, I realized quickly that there was no tangible materials to help young students, young kids understand what college is, especially elementary students. And so I wrote a book specifically for that population to help them understand what college is, and it's in English and it's in Spanish. And then in addition to teaching people how to pursue their purpose and guiding them through transitions in life and and careers, what other programs do you offer? Well, uh, one of the programs that I have is called the Strategic Goal Setting Mastermind. And uh, I do that a lot at the beginning of each year a couple of times. Because that's the that's the time of the year where a lot of people are saying this is when I'm, this is my New Year's resolution. This is when I'm a New Year, New Me. I tell you know, and I'm like, oh my goodness. And <laughs> by, by February, they're done trying to trying to go after whatever it is they said that they were going to be doing that year. You know what I mean? And so, I cre- I created the Strategic Goal Setting Mastermind, but I also have a, a, a online program course, actually video series that just dropped called The Purpose of Shift. That's for college students trying to figure out what career they want to go into. But then it's also for professionals that are already in careers that want to do something different, change careers, start a business. And so I, I just dropped that today. That's purpose2019.com. I just dropped that uh, today. But then also uh, I do a lot with uh, corporate organizations in terms of, uh, you know, building relationships. You know, a lot of people talk about relationships. Uh, specific to romantic relationships. But the way that I, I do my work and my trainings with relationships is all about, you know, the relationship with yourself, the relationship with uh, people in your organization, relationship with your clients. So it's all about relationships, but not in the romantic context, if you understand what I'm saying. Got, got you. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, and then, I was going to say, and then there's also a lot of the stuff that I do with uh, – people in education. So I train teachers to work better with, with uh, youth. I train um, uh, students to to work better with teachers. So there's all kind of stuff that I do, but everything is grounded in identity, purpose, and transition. Got you. You definitely, like, you definitely seem like a great, like a great role model for, like, other black men, and especially, like, millennials. Like, what, like, mm-hmm. what advice do you have for, like, our black men or, like, young our young black men out there who are just trying to like, you know, make like make it in and like just like America and like in life in general, especially with everything going on, like what's your advice to the young black man? Well I think number number one is, uh, if you go back in history, you know, we've been we've been programmed to stay humble and be quiet, right? Not to voice our opinions, right? We've been right. we've been programmed not to challenge the system. We've been programmed to, in a way, be very docile, I guess I can use, but we've been programmed as black men, and whenever there's a crisis, like the way that there is now where they're they're talking about, you know, a lot of the law enforcement killing black men and just this crisis narrative that we hear about black men, for me, no matter what population, but especially right now because it's black men, 
whenever there's an issue, that's the time where somebody needs to rise up. Somebody needs to shine. So one of the ways that I'm doing it is, one, there's a level of versatility that I love showing young black men because when you grow up in neighborhoods that I grew up in, wearing a suit is not cool, right? Uh, um, you know, it's certain things that were shown. You know, you, you got to have a nice car. You got to have the girls. You got to have. And so for me, I'm trying to show them that you can wear a suit and you can wear your J's and you'll fit it. You got to learn how to be a chameleon in this world and learn how to adapt so you can work in multiple areas, right? And, you know, so number one is I'm showing them that I'm living the life. Right. I'm trying to show that this PhD thing can be cool. You don't have to get a PhD, but you're not a cornball if you get a PhD. You know what I'm saying? So part of it, the number one piece is I want to show them that you can still kick it, you can still hang, you can still be, you can hang with folks who you grew up with, but you also got to learn how to navigate and position yourself for opportunities. So you got to learn how to be a chameleon and adapt in different, in different spaces. So that's some of the best advice that I can give young black men. Because I'll never tell them they could do anything they want to do. What I would tell them is you could do anything you want to do if you understand the game that you're playing in. And a lot of us don't know the game that we're trying to play in, and so we fail. Gotcha. And then, like, what are your thoughts on, on mental health within the black community? And especially, like, within, especially within, like, the entertainment industry. Kind of you have, kind of your, your sister is on Love and Hip Hop. I'm Shay Shay Johnson. So like what's like what's your like yeah, like what are your thoughts about mental health? And like why do you think it's such a taboo topic in our community? Well, you know, I guess I'll start with, you know, once again, a lot of a lot of this stuff you gotta go back to to history, but you know, you think about the how relevant the church was back in the day. That was like our go to for anything going on. For anything going on in our life, the church was the go-to. And for so long, we were taught, you know, God, God has it. Just pray about it. Just pray about it. And if, if, if there were some signs of anything that had to do with mental health, people would say, oh, they're crazy. Or that person got problems. Or, and so it was you, the person once felt embarrassed. And then a lot of times people didn't want to be around them. And then the advice was just pray about it and it'll go away. But the problem is you just can't pray things away. You feel me? And and so we had to, when it finally hit, sometimes nowadays people are starting to talk more about it, especially within the industry. I just seen Taraji, uh, Taraji P. Henson talking about it in the Breakfast Club and so many other people talking about it. But now when it finally hits you or it hits home, people are realizing that it's real. Depression is real. Anxiety is real. Stress is real. Uh, um, uh, multiple personalities. Uh, all kind of, it's, it's real. And what a lot of us finally are realizing is that we can't do what we've been doing for so long, and that's just trying to pray it away or just sleep it away or work out. You have to get professional help to help you move forward. And if you don't, you will continue to be in a place that could eventually, for some people, lead to death, which is unfortunate. So mental health is real, and it's important for us to get the necessary help that we need, and I'm so glad that we're finally talking about it nowadays. I, I, I definitely agree. And then, like I know you say you do, like, speaking engagements, and I know you have, like, your books. So do you have, like, any like any events and any upcoming engagements coming up? And then how can people attend them? 
funny is because uh, I'm 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 on uh, I'm the main speaker slash host for the uh, United Negro College Fund Empowerment Tour, and so uh, we just did our first stop in Fort Worth. We'll be in Cincinnati, um, and then we're going to Milwaukee, then Chicago, then L.A. And so you can go right on uh, UNCF's web- website and see some of those dates. Uh, but you know, there's also uh, some of my live trainings are getting ready to drop, like the Strategic Goal Setting Mastermind. That'll be coming up in January. I have a couple couple colleges that I'm going to, and a couple smaller corporate uh, corporate organizations that I'll be doing some trainings for. But you know, the number one the number one place where anybody can find me, find anything that I'm doing is Instagram at Joe Johnson Speaks. I'm always putting content out for individuals. Uh, my book, you can get my book on Instagram, both my books, and so I'm always trying to just fill people up and help them understand that they have a bigger purpose or to tap into their purpose. Got you. So I know you say you have an Instagram. Are you on any other social networks like Twitter, Facebook, and like yes, your everything, website? Uh-huh. Everything is at Joe Johnson Speaks, except Twitter. Twitter is at J Johnson Speaks. I don't know why don't, they don't give you enough characters, but you know that's that's the name of the game. Right. Uh, my, <laughs> my, I, I would like everybody to go to www.purpose2019.com. Purpose2019.com, and from there, you'll be able to go to my website and all kind of other fun stuff. So I would love for them to go there. Well, awesome. And then before we go, is there any, any other last like last comments that, pe- that you want people to know that we might have missed? Yeah, I would, just, I would just say, you know, obviously you mentioned, you know, my sister Shay Johnson um, from Love and Hip Hop, been on several reality shows, my little brother, his name is MJ, who's an R&B and bachata singer. He sings in English and Spanish. We're getting ready to do some things as a family. Um, I've been, and I'll, and I'll, I'll contextualize it like this. When I used to, when I first used to watch the Kardashians, I was like, man, whatever, this, whatever, I can't stand this, whatever. And then I started to pay more attention, and what I realized is that I loved the way that they were moving as a family unit. You see? Everybody is winning in their family. And I think I, I, well, it's not I think, I know I have a unique family with my sister being on television, my brother being in the music industry, and myself speaking. They're all forms of entertainment. And so we're going to come together. And the best way to describe it is I would, I'm working on us being the, the first black family that moves like the Kardashians. I have two little sons that are just, just characters. They have their own uh, Instagram, Joe and Carter. But What's most important is I want to show people that even if as a family you're all doing your individual things, let's see what magic can happen if you bring it together. So we're, we're starting to get out here. It's called the Johnson Takeover, and we're going to see if we can make some moves. And, and, and when I, usually when I say something's going to happen, oh, I'll make it happen. I'll figure out a way. And that's what happens when you live in your purpose. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Joe. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Are you in L.A.? Yes, I'm in I'm in LA, so I'll definitely kind of used to the tourists coming. You said to LA, you said next yeah, year. you need to check it out. No, no, no. It, uh, we're we're there November. Um, let me give you the exact date. It's November something. I think it's November nineteenth. It's a Friday, the eighteenth or nineteenth. Okay. Well, I'll definitely come out, yeah. and hopefully, I'll try to get. I'll try to bring my little cousin out too, because she's a senior in high school. So I'll try to, I'll try to bring her out. 
Yes, please do. Actually, it's the 16th. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a Friday. It's the 16th. Yeah, make sure. If you need more information, just DM me on I, uh, Instagram, and I'll shoot you all the information. They, people are getting uh, scholarships on the spot, admitted to colleges on the spot. I mean, it's, it's awesome. All right, cool. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. You have a good one. Take care. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our guests, and I hope you got some valuable information, and I hope that you guys are all on your pursuit of purpose. All right. Until next time, and we're out.
You've got to plug into EPRN. We've got the conversation, we've got the sports team, and our music and entertainment team brings podcasting to extremely new heights. Listen in to EPRN.us. Press the app button on the site and download the EPRN app now. You'll be listening to shows in no time. Take us on the go with you. Our app is accessible on all mobile devices and tablets. Or you can just go to EPRN.us. Your listening is worth your time. Spend your time listening to an independently owned media network. Tell a friend and listen in. Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. EPRN.